It's because half of the husbands in Washington State, specifically the Seattle metro area, they're betas. Are cucklord betas. That if you were to walk in and say, hey, I'm having sex with your wife. Two men pushed out of law enforcement talk about their journey through life. Ready to look behind the curtain of law enforcement? These guys aren't holding back. Mike is joined by Jim. Both are Gen Xers. Both have type A personalities. And both of their give a F buttons are broken. Warning. Warning. Uh, Shouldn't we insert a trigger warning here? Buckle up, because it's about to get real. Welcome to Mike and Pedro 2.0. Hey guys, welcome to Mike and Pedro. This is your host, Mike, here with Jim. Today is going to be a saucy episode as we kick off. We're both a little frustrated about a few bills here in the communist state of Washington. It seems Inslee hasn't had enough of the... Him being a cuck in the corner, he's trying to fuck us all a few different ways. One is with a bill about kids, and another one is with firearms. Jim's especially excited about this one with the children's and the adding of tranny fluid to them, or whatever it may be. Jim, why don't you just kick it off and tell us what's going on with this bill? All right, so a house bill, what is it, 5599? Yes, it is, or Senate bill, I'm sorry, it's in the Senate. Senate bill 5599 in Washington state is basically saying a school has the right to protect a child for gender affirming care and not tell the parents that the child has run away to go get gender affirming care. First of all, what is gender affirming care? Means you can cut your dick off or cut your breasts off, go get puberty blockers. If you're a guy, you can get estrogen. If you're a girl, you can get testosterone and basically try to go to the other side which we all know there's men and there's women. Now, if we're calling this gender-affirming care at that point in time, then they're going to have to acknowledge that there's only two genders, that you can only go from man to woman or woman to man, but you can't because biologically you are what you are. In Washington State, this now passed the Senate. It's going to the House, which means it will probably be approved by the House, and then it's going to go to the fucktard that we have in charge of this state, He's probably going to sign it into law because it panders to his base. Let's delve into this a little bit because <laughs> this is... No, you're absolutely right. I, I, I like these gym rants. Um, the, here's my issue. So, again, we don't care if you're mentally ill. We don't care if you're transgender. We don't care if you have body dysmorphia. We don't care what you choose to do. That's the help you need. You. That's Get, the first thing. We are all for if you want to cut your dick off and you're an adult, go for it. If you're a woman and you want to become zipper tits, go for it. We're not, we don't have any issue with you. The issue that we have here is the involvement of children and now a state who is not responsible for the children. The parents are responsible for the children. The state is now coming in trying to pass a law that as you read through it, Little Susie Q goes to the high, the high school or even a middle school because at 13, children are allowed to make medical decisions without their parents' consent. And their parents have no no access to their medical records at that point in time either. So now you have Susie Q goes to school and it's all the popular thing to be trans because maybe they had drag queen story hour. Maybe it's just 
there's kids that are at the school that are furries, which this was brought to my attention. So my girlfriend's kids let her know that there's furries at their school. And right. furries is not bronies, but furries. We'll get into bronies. That's a fun one. Furries is when you dress up like an animal and you walk around and you lick your hand. You're like, meow, meow. And you go as far as to take a kitty litter box to school so you can go to the bathroom in it. Nope. This is being allowed in Washington schools. Of course it is. The kids are going, those kids are dumb. This is stupid. My thought process is these kids are dumb. But here's the thing. You have to be careful as a child now not to say anything bad against these furries or trans or whatever it is because you can get in trouble for hate speech against these kids acting this way. Is it the kids that are stupid or the parents that are allowing it? Or the school district that's allowing it. Or the school it. district. So let's let's break that down really quick. Kids pretend to be things all the time, right? Which is fine. Most kids pretend to be a dog or pretend to be a cat. Hell, my own son for like a year would walk around the house acting like a dog. We're so like, okay, you can do it at home. It's fun for playtime. It stays here. It doesn't go outside the house. They're letting their kids go out of the house and decide that this is proper behavior. And then that kid deems it proper behavior. And then when that school district or you have parents or teachers that are like, this is not okay and this is why, we want them to have a good imagination, but this is not okay and this is why, then these parents get all up in arms and start making, start suing people, essentially. Well, Susie's special. Well, no shit she's special. She should be riding the short bus and a helmet. Empowering men. We talked about toxic masculinity. We talked about proper moms, the traditional role of mothers. And I look at it as you're not being a parent if you let your kids do this. No. You're, you're, there's a line between, and here's how I raised my kids. From the time that my kids were 0 to 13, it was thou shalt. Like, you will do this because I told you to do this. These are the rules. Follow the rules. Right. When they're 13 to 18, 13 to 16, hey, this is what I think you should do in this situation. Choose your own adventure. You know where I stand on this. And then 16 to 18 was, you do whatever you're going to do within the guidelines of what I've put out there. You don't need to come to me for advice. If you want advice, I'm here. But you can handle this. You can figure it out yourself. But there's consequences to your actions no matter what you do. You have these parents that instead of being parents and holding their kids accountable and disciplining their children, not even spanking, but just here's a timeout, here's this, here's this. These kids that are acting like animals, literally, that are in older in elementary school or they have middle no school. rules at home. They have no rules at home. And their parents just sit there and look around. You wonder why these kids are acting this way. I'll tell you why. It's because half of the husbands in Washington state, specifically the Seattle metro area, they're betas, are cucklord betas. That if you were to walk in and say, hey, I'm having sex with your wife, they'd be like, oh, okay. Do you want me to get you some lube? Do you want to poke it in her ass? That's how bad these people are here. No, and when you I'm walk in the in house raw. and you say, hey, that TV's mine, they're going to say, oh, well, I, I don't think you should take that. And you go, well, I am. What are you going to do about it? They're going to say, oh, 
well, do you want me to help you load it into your car? Or do you want to take my car or my truck so you can take my couch? Right. They don't have this trucks, is, let's be honest. They don't. They might as well be trans because they don't have nuts. That's all there is to it. But this bill specifically is aimed at destroying families 100% because it's at a point where it's not, it, it's, it's taking all the rights away from the parents to set rules and set regulations. Right now, being trans is cool, just like being gay or being bi is cool. And they know if they do this, they will be able to get things that they want out of life. They will get special treatment. They will get this. They will get that. They will get their participation trophy in life. That's what this bill is built to do. Goes back to that thing we talked about before in toxic masculinity when we talked about that. Hard times breed hard men. Hard hard men breed good times. Good times breed soft men. We're in the soft men stage. Let's move on from the trans talk because, again, it's not that we have anything against trans people nope, or hate trans not people at all. or whatever. If you want to do that, that's fine. I actually pity and feel sorry for Being you. Being an adult, make an adult decision. The next issue that I want to talk about is a very frustrating bill for all of us that enjoy uh, firearms and understand that the Second Amendment wasn't written for hunting trips or trips to this firing range. The Second Amendment was actually written to overthrow tyrannical governments. To combat this shit. To exactly <laughs> to combat this. So Washington legislature approves ban of assault style weapons. This is from Fox 13 News. House Bill 1240 would ban the sale, manufacturing, and importing of assault weapons in Washington state. So basically they have specific firearms on here, AR-15s, AK-47s, and M16s. You can't even buy an M16, so I don't even know why that's on there. Basically, what the state is doing is anything that is a semi-automatic rifle can be labeled an assault weapon. They have a list of them. Not all of them. Not a. There's 30 out sixes on there that aren't assault weapons or labeled as assault weapons. So here's the thing: if it's got a pistol grip or like a Picatinny rail where you can attach a bunch of cool stuff to it to make shooting something easier, or magazine fed. Or magazine fed. Well, no, you can still do a magazine fed, but it can only be like five or ten rounds in the magazine. Even according to that bill, because they already banned everything over thirty, so they're not going back and changing that. Anything over ten is banned. Anything over ten is banned. Which that got fought in California and that got taken down. So we'll fight it here. But this is absolutely going to destroy the gun industry here in Washington State. So all these people that are the ranges will be fine because you'll still be able to import ammunition and shoot that. But buying guns here, anything that is a specific gun shop that doesn't have a range attached to it, they're done. If we delve into this. So I was at the gun counter last week looking at a couple different guns. and Before the ban. Before the ban. And there's the Benelli M4. So anybody who knows guns, Benelli M4 is a semi-automatic with a pistol grip. Some have adjustable stocks. It holds five plus one. And it's semi-automatic shotgun. Yeah, the difference between the Benelli M4 and a different Benelli is the pistol grip and the ability to mount something on it with the Picatinny rails. And you don't have to pump. You don't have to pump it every round, right? It, well, it feeds itself. When you put a Benelli M4 side by side with a regular semi-automatic Benelli, you can buy the regular semi-automatic Benelli after the ban. You can't buy the M4 because the pistol grip and because of the Picatinny rail, right? You can buy the one with the wood stock. stock. You can buy the one with the wood stock. So you can fire just as fast. It holds just as many rounds. 
but because it's not a scary looking gun, it's okay. Right. This is the problem with these laws. For a while, the feds were looking at them going, AR-15, AK-47. Well, what about the Mini-14? What about a Ruger 10-22? You and I were talking before the podcast about the actual sizes of the bullets being used in these weapons. Right. Standard hunting rifle, 30 out 6 308 AR-15 is a 5.56 or a 2.23. Literally Much smaller round. This almost as, as small as a 22. Not as right. small as a 22, but almost as small as a 22. That's the problem is the people writing these laws have absolutely no clue what they're talking about. I don't know. I just get frustrated with this. The AR-15 is just it gets it's like it's a scapegoat. It's like the back in the 19 early 1900s. And you're like, "Oh, well, you know, that new hobo came into town, and ever since, everybody's been having their houses broken into. Well, what you don't know is the hobo's actually dead under the bridge for the last three days. And interestingly, with Bob, who's been stealing everything, right. he's a hobo as the cover. We have literally beat the AR-15 to death with ignorant people that have absolutely no clue about what it is or what it can do. Well, and if you start looking at all the FBI statistics that are out there, they prove that rifles aren't the biggest thing to kill people. Rifles kill... You know, about 300 people a year, and that's all rifles, be it ARs, AKs, whatever. Pistols kill about 10. When you look at the our stats, we talked about this before the podcast. Also, the U.S. is the only nation that counts suicides as gun violence. Suicide by gun, yes. Suicide so if gun. you kill yourself with a gun, you count it, it's counted as gun violence here. And when you look at the stats for 2020, 2021, 2022 for gun violence, those stats would indicate that at least half of the deaths by firearms were suicide-related deaths. Right, which takes us from like number two or three on the list per cap per 100,000 people in the world or in the country for gun deaths takes us from like number two or three down to like somewhere in the low 40s, high 50s. So we're, we have a lot less gun actual murders in this country per hundred thousand people than most people believe. But unless they actually put the statistics out there and actually prove this to people, they'll blindly believe whatever the media tells them. That goes back to my, you know, for entertainment purposes only comment earlier, take out the media. So basically we've determined thus far in the podcast, which will weed some of this out. We've determined so far that the state of Washington wants to be able to take your kids if they don't agree with you wanting to transition your kids. But they also want to take your guns. So you can't get your kids back. <laughs> well, there's a two plus two and you, you got four. Most people would get three or five. But thank you for stating the obvious. Have you heard of the singer slash rapper slash entertainer Tom McDonald? Yeah. I love his shit. So Tom McDonald has been brought down by the media and everybody's trying to cancel him. He refuses to be canceled because he just comes out and just says, this is how it is. You can't cancel me. He actually pays for his own records to be produced. He doesn't right. have a label. And he's getting tons of plays selling independently. His shows are always sold out when he goes on tour. He's got this song and it's called brainwashed. And it talks about how, I'm just going to go through some of the lyrics because I find this song very entertaining. And it talks about nine, nine steps of situational design. So basically situational design is you create a situation 
to get the desired outcome. Right. So in his song, Brainwashed, um, step one, train the people only to consume. Step two, infiltrate adults with the news. Step three, indoctrinate the children through the schools and the music and the apps and the phones that they use. Step four, separate the right from the left. Step five, separate the white from the black. Step six, separate the rich from the poor. Use religion and equity to separate and more. Step seven, fabricate a problem made of lies. Step eight, put it on the news every night. Step nine, when the people start to fight and divide, take control. This is called situational design. It's also pretty much the same rules of taking over a country that Saul Alinsky wrote back in the 50s, late 50s, early 60s, um, which, again, informed all of a lot of the current left on how to do what they needed to do, be it the media or the politicians. This is what they started doing back in the late 50s, early 60s, and this is how they have combated American exceptionalism. Meaning we're not that. So they're taking away that force that says we are great and we have stuff um, and we're a good country. If you look at most immigrants that come to this country, they come here because we are the last place that you can make these comments and not be arrested for it because we have the Second Amendment. Even Canada has it right now where if you they're really trying to push it through where if you make comments against the trans community or if you go if you protest within i think it's 100 feet or maybe it's 100 yards it's a criminal it's charge a criminal charge yeah um there was actually a pastor up there that was protesting and he was in prison in jail over easter weekend he couldn't even go to church and preach because he had been at so many events protesting it where literally the world is turning into a communist state with taking away the rights of people. You're absolutely correct. We are, the U.S. for now is the last place where you can come out and you can say wrong is wrong, right is right. We all grew up being told, tell the truth, don't lie. Right. Especially our generation. Pretend time is pretend time. Real life is real life. Right. Well, now everybody wants to live in pretend time. And because of that, you tell the truth, you're now demonized as a bad person. It's going to be interesting the next few years. I think the next <clears throat> election is going to dictate a lot, but at the same time, I think... It, it depends on who goes in. Well, the analogy of us being frogs in a pot of boiling water, that we're beyond that. The problem that we have now is we have people that during COVID said, if this happens, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do it. And then it happened and they did it. Right. We have all these people that said, I'm going to take a shot so I can keep my job. And all of you who didn't do it, you're wrong. Shame on you. Now it's coming back saying, this is, these are the consequences of getting that jab. Right. By the way, there's no way that you can come back and sue us. So now they're upset because the quote unquote pure bloods don't have to go through the problems that they're going through that right. they chose to accept. But then again, you have the people that are the pure bloods that said, we won't do it. How far can you push people before they're going to take a stand? And that's the question because we have all been pushed so far. Look at law enforcement over the course of the last five years. Look at society as a whole over the course of the last five years. If you were to tell me, Hey Mike, 
So FYI, the year's 2018. In two years, the government's going to tell you you have to stay in your house for two weeks. They're going to arrest people that are surfing on the beach. If you're at a skate park, the police are going to show up and tell you you can't be there. You have to stay in your house no matter what. They're going to throw sand in the middle of skate parks so that you can't use the skate park anymore. Speaking of that, did you hear what they're putting up, what they put up in California, what they want to create a law? Hmm. So a lot of the sheriffs in the state of California basically said, if you're at the beach, we're not going to come to arrest you, which goes against the governor's ban, right? So they are trying to pass a law saying that if a governor or if a sheriff does that, they can force them out of office. So a duly elected representative for those people, they can force them out of office and replace them with the person of their choosing who will do what they want. It hasn't passed yet. There's I a, think it's in the House in California. And you know if it goes so to the many, governor, Newsom will sign it. Well, there's so many things wrong with that because you can't hold not you can't hold elected people to the standard that you can hold to non-elected people. Right. So I understand that the governor thinks he's king of the state. Right. But we have the same problem here in Washington state where we had a sheriff that was in King County that wouldn't do anything. She literally would not go to the contract city meetings. She would not talk to the media. She would not do anything. She would literally just allegedly drink all day long and do whatever she wanted to do with her wife or girlfriend or whatever. That's why she would not do anything. And people would try to reach out to her and the county council says, Hey, you know what? We're going to shoot a shot across the bow. We're going to put it on the ballot that we have to have a non-elected, but an appointed sheriff. Right. We're not going to put it on the ballot. We're just going to float it out there to see if she's actually going to do something. She couldn't get out of bed to be bothered with it. It ends up passing. They have absolutely no clue what they're doing. She thinks she's going to stick it out. First thing they do is ouster. Right. Next thing they do is they bring in a yes woman who has hardly any experience with law enforcement and literally just completed the police academy. We'll do what she's told when she's told because she knows who holds her strings. And that's the problem with that is when you're not accountable to the people as the head law enforcement person for that area and you're accountable to the king, the politician, the executive, whomever, you are no longer an, police, an effective person. Police have to be held accountable by the people, not the magistrate or the person who thinks they're right. the magistrate. We don't have kings. We don't have rulers. We have checks and balances for a reason. There's a reason why there's different branches to government. But they're they're blurring the lines between those branches and they're enacting not laws, but rules. And people are just blindly going along with the rules because they're not teaching the Constitution as they should. They're not teaching... Maybe, the Decla maybe. Declaration of Independence, as they should, they're 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 teaching Mandates little bits and snippets. Laws. No, they're not. Mandates Nor are executive are orders. Suggestions. This is what this person would suggest that you do. There's no constitutional or law backing this up. So hey, we're rambling. We're going to wrap it up, and we will be back next time. Thanks for joining us, Jim. Say bye. Bye. You've been listening to Mike and Pedro 2.0. Neither Mike or Pedro 2.0, Jim, are associated with law enforcement any longer. This show is for entertainment purposes only, and all stories are hypothetical and not based on fact. Oh.